Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. A quick note before we jump into the episode. This is part two of the guest interview with Casey. In part one, we left off uh, as we were talking about uh, the phobia that Matt has with spiders. And so this will pick up right where we left off there. Enjoy the episode. Jump, jumping back into Matt's uh, arachnophobia. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to... So when you had asked, what would I do? Like, what technique? So besides empathizing and understand, I would ask what already works. I feel like too, too many times people jump in with like, I have all these solutions. And I think as like a budding, you know, clinician, I want to share what I've learned. And I kind of have to like reel in, you know, myself and be like, wait, they, you know, might already have a bunch of techniques and tactics that work. And you do, Matt. So, and it's, you know, you've made it this far and it doesn't seem to be ruining your quality of life to, to the extent that there's not a horde of spiders one day and then we can chat further. But <laughs> I think, I think that's, what's important is like just giving all that validation where you can. And then when you start to notice that, you know, maybe with kids, sometimes they're like, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't do it. I don't do anything like, and I think reminding them of like, easy, simple things that they have at their beck and call, like earphones and music and drawing and things that they find relaxing. Like I have a student who loves math, which is the opposite of me. So he's like, oh yeah, like I do math when I'm anxious and it calms me down. That's very and I'm cool. like, I love that for you. Like that's the best that you've found something that works and you can, are, can access it when you need it. I think- yeah. There's so many, you can go on YouTube and look up mindfulness and med meditation and it's all about like what works for you. And I think when, you know, it depends where you are. If you're in New York City, you can access YouTube with the free Wi-Fi wi in Manhattan pretty simply. But if you're in like a rural area and no service and you're up to your own methods, I think it's good to, as you were saying, have some tools a shot like in your tool belt. And I, my favorite is like breathing I like do breathing like breath work I think it's really undervalued because I think people haven't learned how to breathe in a therapeutic or like a way that actually calms your body and so I have a cute video for four seven eight breathing I show my students and it's it's showing them the difference between shallow breaths through your chest versus deep belly breaths and with little kids it's fun because you can like put something on their belly and they can see it like get bigger or smaller. And that's how they can kind of understand, you know, what, what what's the difference? Like, I don't know. You tell yeah. them their diaphragm. They're like, what's a, what's a diaphragm? I don't know what that is. What's a, what's a dia? Exactly. The diarrhea. The exactly. diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that took a turn. <laughs> also, also an outcome of anxiety, you know, so it's full circle with all the symptoms. But um, yeah. But yeah, yeah so. me and me and Ashad both know about stomach problems from anxiety. Yeah. Like, I know I'm stressed if I'm taking shits more frequently. Like, yeah. my, my butt knows it before my brain. Oh, yeah. same here. If I'm going somewhere and I, like, I'm feeling kind of anxious, like, I'm in the restroom until the second I have to leave. See, for me, like, I 
have like a pretty routine poop schedule on like a morning and night. And boom, done. But if I'm anxious, I like will I won't get hungry and I won't feel like I have to go to the bathroom for for a long time until I can like kind of de decompress and then I'm like, oh my god, where's the bathroom right now? <laughs> I would prefer that because I, I'm on a regular schedule too. Like I'm I'm a total like morning and like you know early evening type. But if I'm feeling anxious, like I am headed straight to the restroom. Like there is no yeah, there's no stopping me. I just gotta go. Yeah. Oh, that can be super inconvenient too, especially when it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Especially where you are. Yeah. How about what about you, Matt? Uh one of Yeah, one tell of us my... about your poop, Matt. <laughs> yeah, well, like about the, your the, schedule. The, the, I'm probably super regular. I don't know. I, th- I think yeah, I always like poop in the morning. Usually, you don't keep a I think poop I journal, Matt? Go like three times a day. Um no, I don't. I don't journal it. Um but what is super inconvenient and the way I know I typically have anxiety is if I start clearing my throat a lot. And I just go <clears throat> and just like constantly like cough. And this is funny because actually when I was out with a shot, this was, I don't know, like July of last year or some shit when we went to that bar. Um, and this is still like in the middle of the height of fucking COVID. Like I was doing that because I was like, I was thinking about something and got kind of like nervous. And I was like, <clears throat> and he's like, bro, you can't fucking cough in here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, I have to like be very aware of that when I'm around other people. If like I'm constantly clearing my throat. I'm like, oh shit. Like, hey, no, I'm good guys. I, I tested. I'm good. Not COVID. Just anxiety. Not yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just anxious to be around fucking people right now. It's not, it's not COVID. It's just all of you or stop looking at me, please. Um, this isn't yeah. making it any better, guys. You just start coughing more. <laughs> yeah right and then and then it's then it kicked out because okay i was anxious but which might fix the problem take yourself out of the situation True. yeah but then you're avoiding it too so you gotta that. gotta check in with yourself you know you can you can remove yourself from the situation 100 percent. that is a valid a valid solution but it's also worth considering okay i'm feeling really uncomfortable why am i feeling uncomfortable is this gonna last forever is this going to last for 10 minutes, an hour? Can I can I handle this? Like, can I tolerate this discomfort? Because if you can sit, and I, I implore you to try. If you can sit and tolerate it, it'll theoretically, the more you're able to tolerate the discomfort, the quicker you'll be able to actually overcome it. Won't, it won't trigger you as it once did. Yeah. Raise, raise your hand if you felt personally victimized by Casey. <laughs> With her talking about being uncomfortable, <laughs> <laughs> you raise your <laughs> <laughs> um, No, it's it's that's so true, right? It's like if you can just deal with it a little bit, um, you'll probably be okay. I mean, and there's like strategies around it. Like me and Ashad talked about this, where if we're going to a new place, we always know where the bathrooms are because oh. we have to. In the event that like one of us like has a stomach ache or something, we're just like, oh, like I, you know, like hey, nice to meet you. Hey, where's your shitter? <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's like yeah. when i i feel like when i have gone out or like gone to eat with like people who work in like the military or like police force they always want to know where like the exits and doors are right to get into a place so Matt, instead, Matt's like that too oh yeah, yeah. i want to know 
every little bit about the place I'm going. I'll be like, what was their health rating for the last six years? Is there a pattern? Is, is it going up? Is it down? What's the, is it trending positive? Whatever. Did the prices recently change? What's the menu? You know? Yeah. Was and you the look server? at it all. Sick. And you figure out their ratings good. You know where the doors are. You know where their shitter is. You're, you're feeling comfortable. And then your food comes out and there's a spider on your plate. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> You know what is actually really funny? Um, because I have it here in front of me, um, but not, oops. Um, but it's no longer there. My, my sister gave me this little toy for <gasps> Christmas where it's like uh, almost like bubble wrap. Pop it. Yeah. And you know. They're so cool. Here, right? Well, we were um, this year for Christmas. I don't know if I told us on the podcast, but we were uh, we did it virtually because my sister was exposed to COVID at a holiday party. And I was loosely exposed to a friend that had the flu. He's like, I have the flu, not COVID. I tested positive for the flu. And I was like, all right, I don't want to see my dad if this is fucking maybe not the flu. Um, so she gave this to me and I was like on webcam with them and like looking at it. And I was like, oh, this is so cool, whatever, blah, blah. And I, you know, was playing with it and I flipped it over. And on this side, the side that's facing the camera was a fucking huge plastic spider. <laughs> <laughs> so I like turned it over and I was like, oh, this is this is super cool, right? And then I like ah! and threw it up in the air and was like, what the fuck? And just started like, you know, throwing shit at it. And then my my sister is like starts laughing and she's like, oh my god, I got his reaction on video. It's fucking hilarious, blah blah blah. Uh, I'll I'll send both both of you the video. I'm not gonna I'd post love it. To see it. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it both it. to you. Um, but I mean. I had told them, I was like, because we're doing gag gifts this year. I was like, no spiders, please. You you know that this is a thing. And, and they did work it in. I, I thought in the end it was not tasteful. It was well done, I suppose. Um, so kudos to my sister for, for pulling that off, especially with how it was on the backside of it and the reaction. Um, but yeah, I actually left it on there for a while and I would see it in the room and I would be like, oh, that's that's okay. That's I, I fucking named it Henry or something. I was like, oh, that's Henry. He's just the spider that's going to be chilling there. And then after a while of like forgetting that I had done that and just seeing this on my desk and then seeing a giant spider on it, I was like, all right, fuck that. It's going in the box. So now it's in a box of <laughs> gifts somewhere. So I'm sure I'm going to find it years from now and open it and freak out again. Hopefully it's when I'm young and in good cardiovascular health and not 90 and terrified and have a heart attack or some shit see now i'm catastrophizing see this is what happens when they're both silently see that it's more than just one person it's silent there's a group looking at me i'm like keep going keep talking no Eventually but you you'll... said you said a lot of things not to interrupt you i oh, go ahead you, go ahead but you said a lot of things if you don't interrupt him he'll never stop so please <laughs> always interrupt i i like this phrase i just heard this it's like if you're in a, if you're in a hole stop digging right I don't know that. I'm like, let's let's keep going. So yes, please interrupt me. Stop me. You know, unplug my mic. So before I say what I'm going to say, I'm going to, I hear you, Matt, because I also dig myself in holes with talking. I feel uncomfortable sometimes when I like there's silence, which is something I'm learning as I do therapy is like a really powerful thing for there to be silence in the room. But it makes me so uncomfortable to sit there and be like, oh, my gosh, what are they thinking? Am I helpful? Do they are they finding this useful? You know, um, so I, I also start to fill up the space by being like, oh, just spiraling into a hole and just start talking. And so I hear you. You're not alone. <laughs> we all do it. But um, I'm, I'm the total opposite. Sorry, Casey, before you continue. Yeah, no, go. I I don't talk. I am like you said, silence, I think is very powerful. And I've read 
a lot about like how you know just being silent people will talk right if you want them to talk or whatever um so i'm all for i'll just stay silent and eventually people will start talking yep because there's there's people like matt and i who are like oh god we actually um, said (laughs) we tried this exercise earlier today one of my um my wife's cousins were over and they they have a six or an eight month old now and so we were talking and i'm like oh like you know we were asking if she's talking now and um uh, you know her dad was like yeah you know if if people like if people are talking she like listens usually but like if it's quiet like she'll start babbling right like and, like she'll start saying stuff so we're like l- like let's try it out so we all went quiet but i mean some people broke the silence it wasn't the baby but the baby did start talking a little bit uh but it it works i mean it's it's really cool oh yeah and it, it and it's actually like a powerful therapy technique um because typically if you're you know whether you're mandated like you have to go to therapy and you don't want to or whether it's your choice i hope and wish that it could always be up to the person's choice no matter how old they are i think that's really powerful but um there's always something going on in someone's head and i think the only way for people to feel comfortable to say what they want to say or say it when they want not according to like a therapist or psychologist timeline but when they feel comfortable to like share that the silence can help kind of or give you space to think (laughs) you know some people process things differently you know sorry matt before you continue let's let casey say what she was going to say before she forgets and then oh shoot we'll we'll go see (laughs) (laughs) uh oh no i was just gonna say real quick with your catastrophizing with the poppet and the spider I just wanted to notice, I noticed that uh, anxiety can be really pervasive. The spider caused you to do so many different things. Like, right, you said, like, take the poppet off your desk and then put the spider in the box. Like, it can, I mean, I know this is, like, a small, not to minimize, but it seems like something that doesn't typically, like, impact you daily. But when it does impact you, you I'm sure other people could probably empathize with how their anxiety can dictate their lives and decisions. And I think that's when it starts to get something, something you should start noticing and paying attention to with yourself. Cause if you're avoiding situations, people, things because of your anxiety and it's actually affecting like the quality of your life, you know, that's when it's like, okay, like let's, let's bring some self-awareness to this. Like, what do I need? How can I help? So I just wanted to, notice it because it's so easy to have it overlooked and how it can anxiety can transfer for one thing you can have like this association um now i'm digging a hole oh no you're good <laughs> but um i just yeah so i i, okay. I get you <laughs> cool yeah i mean there's there's always so many things going through my head blame the uh, hyperactivity from the adhd but one thing that i recently learned um from a coworker is the acronym WAIT, which is why am I talking? Or it could be used as why aren't I talking? So it's kind of like if you pause for a second in those conversations and feel like, am I talking because it's silent and I feel uncomfortable and I'm not okay with that uncomfortability? It's, now I'm going to start digging. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like, 
Yeah. When that happens, like, okay, why am I talking? Is it because I'm trying to fill the void? Am I trying to be funny? Am I trying to make somebody feel better? Is it for myself? Like, what's going on? Or the opposite could be true if it's like, why aren't I talking? If it's like a situation where you feel that you should be speaking up, right? That can also cause a lot of anxiety, especially in like team meetings and stuff, right? If somebody cracks a joke or you have something you want to say, especially in this kind of digital and remote world, you might be like, well, like, am I really contributing? Whatever. Um, I say just fuck it, let them have it. Uh, and if they don't like your jokes, then uh, tough, tough shit. And um, that's that's how I live my life, by the seat of my pants. So I'm also going to put the shovel down a shot. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> no, I'm just going to um, just gonna get into, so we, we kind of talked about some different methods and, you know, anxiety and math, spider, arachnophobia, but... Uh, we had mentioned a little bit about relaxation techniques, and I know you want to get a little bit more into it. Um, uh, so do you want to share some relaxation techniques with us, Casey? Yeah, definitely. Um, so one, so w- when it comes to decreasing or de-escalating an uh, anxious situation, I think what can help in your day-to-day is inserting a little bit of relaxation into your everyday routine. Once you start kind of getting into a habit of feeling relaxed, it actually helps you access that state when you're in a you know more escalated situation. And um, I actually had the privilege of um, le- like co-leading an anxiety management workshop for some students at the high school I work at. And I think it works just as well for students as it does for adults. My, my personal favorite relaxation technique is progressive muscle relaxation. And if you're unfamiliar with that, and I, um, my anxiety manifests a lot in my physical, like my body, I get a lot of stiff, tight muscles and aches. Um, Probably also from a bunch of soccer injuries, but you know, here we are. Um, And I think the reason I like it is because I feel instant relief, where sometimes if you're doing breath work, or you're doing mindfulness, if you're still in like a escalated state, it can be hard to be like, is this working? It's not working right now. And in my experience, progressive muscle relaxation, I feel instantly and I try and do it actually, like before I go to sleep or even on the my commute. Um, because I'm alone, like I'm on a train or a, usually I do it on a train, not the subway. It's not a, it's not a uh, comfortable space. <laughs> I think right. you, never, you never know what you're going to get. Um, it's like, you know, the every flavored beans from Harry Potter. <laughs> Birdie bots. Birdie bots. Uh, is that exactly. something that, um, is easy to do? I mean, is that something you can walk us through or? Yeah, yeah, I could definitely walk you through it. Um, it's, so it's basically you isolate different types of muscle groups in your body and you tighten them really, really tight. And then you like kind of you're doing breath work at the same time and you release and your body actually can feel like the deep, like the, a deep pressured state. Um, and I think the reason this is helpful to employ in like an everyday routine is um, it like you mentioned a shot when you had a bad experience at like a wedding, right. And you had like a panic attack situation. If you are prone to panic attacks or you're just prone to like anticipatory anxiety, right. Like, what's going to happen next, or this thing's going to cause me stress, it actually starts to tackle those um, characteristics and features of anxiety so that you experience them less or at least to a less severity. Um, 
And it's also cool because you're actually working on your body and having it feel better. So, you know, you, you have improved concentration, um, makes you feel better, more dopamine and serotonin up in there. And um, you have a, you experience a little bit more sense of like control over like your mood. So I can, I can do, um, yeah, I can do one with you guys. Um, if you want, we could do like a head to toe one. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. All right. Yep. And, and our listeners can follow along um, if, if they're in a safe space and not driving, obviously, or operating <laughs> any heavy machinery, which includes driving. Definitely. Yes. Safe space and also like a place you find serene and comfortable, I think is important. Um, I know if you have kids or family, you know, you're um, in a, you live at home with your family, it can be kind of hard to find the safe space. So um, you can be creative and be outside or in your room or wherever you find some, some calming effects. But um, it works if you practice this at least 20 times a day. Um, and if you can do it twice, a day it's like the best situation but um in once a day if you want to start to get some generalization effects is like really important but um so yeah you find a quiet location and i would recommend kind of turning your phone off while you're practicing and if there's like a fan or air conditioner it can, you can use that to like block out noise or like a sound machine anything like that it's best to practice at like regular times um that's why I like to do it right before I go to sleep. Um, and you want all your muscles in your body to be relaxed, except for the one that you're targeting. Um, and you'll tense and relax each muscle group once. You can always go back and do another one again if it feels best. Um, but all right. So to start, let's take three deep um, breaths. And they're going to be belly breaths. So you want to make sure your stomach is actually like kind of coming out and your chest is not rising. So we'll take a breath in through your nose and we'll then hold our breath for seven seconds and release it for 10 seconds. All right, so let's do it together. So inhale through this. your nose. Four, five, six, seven. Now hold two. Three, four, five, six, seven, and release. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. In through your nose. Three, four, five. We'll hold for seven. Four. Seven and release for ten. Ten. And it helps when you release to um, picture a balloon and you have like a small, like a small hole and you're releasing the air controlled and very slowly. So let's do that last breath in through your nose. And hold for seven, four, five, six, seven, and release for ten, three, four, five, six, 
seven, eight, nine, ten. How are you both feeling after just the breaths? We haven't even gotten to the muscles. Amazing. I, I mean, I, I love doing breath work, so. I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go make friends with the spider. <laughs> <laughs> if it were only that easy. Um, okay, so then for this next one, let's take your fists and you want to clench them really, really tight. I like to hold them up kind of like I'm almost doing like a what, like a bench press or chest raise. So let's hold it for seven seconds. One, really, really tight. Five, six, seven, and release for 10 seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10. And then you'll tighten your biceps. So you want to draw these ones up and tighten like you're flexing for the camera, boys, <laughs> gentlemen. And really, really, so as hard as you can, you want to keep them super tight. Five, six, seven, and release. You can kind of feel like your biceps, your shoulders a little bit, just kind of get some almost like instant feedback, like biologically, I, I, at least I feel that. Next, let's tighten our triceps. So these are the muscles on the underside of your arm. And you want to extend your arms out and put them out and straight, locking your elbows. Lock, locking them. Oh, like back. Okay. Yeah, like you're putting your elbows up, like your elbows down and your palms flat. Do that for seven seconds. Four, five, six, seven. And then kind of release. And I kind of like to roll out of it, you know, just kind of make sure my whole body's kind of loose and relaxed. And this is like going to be fun because we're on camera. So <laughs> next, um, you want to tense the muscles in your forehead by raising your eyebrows as far as you can. So the face is a muscle. <laughs> <laughs> And imagine your forehead muscles. We all look becoming, scared. I know, right? Surprised that this surprised, yeah. is happening. And then you want to let your eyebrows kind of come down. And your forehead becomes kind of smooth and limp as they relax. For this next one, let's tense the muscles around your eyes really tight. So close them really like tight. Shut them? Okay. Shut them. And like, yeah, like Matt is doing a great job right now. You want to... Almost it looks like, like you. He, it looks like he's pooping. Exactly. You're really trying to push <laughs> it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to hold it. Feel like some tension in your eyes and your in between your eyebrows, and then kind of release it and open your eyes and kind of just feel the just the tense the tense rigidness and the muscles kind of fade away. And then tighten your jaw by opening your mouth so wide that you stretch the muscles around the hinges of your jaw. So like you're really surprised. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> exactly. Keep it tight, keep it tight. And then relax. Ooh. I, I felt yeah. like it was about to lock in place. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's an area you can work on. I couldn't help but think of that song, get it right, get it tight, right when I was saying that about 
Kind of reminded me of that too. <laughs> I was thinking of the Lion King. Oh, what happened oh, to right. the Lion King? Just like the intro, like ah, oh, so yeah. like just screaming that. Yeah, there you go. And then this is my favorite one. So you move down. You did your arms. You kind of go up to your head. And you move down to your back and your shoulders. So for this one, you'll tighten the muscles in the back of your neck by pulling your head way back, as if you were gonna touch your head to the wall. So you should feel like which wall? The ball behind you <laughs> at your six o'clock. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like maybe twelve o'clock. No, and just hold it there, and then release. And I like to roll my neck because my neck is always super tight. You want to be gentle with this group so you don't get injured or pull your neck in any way. And then for relaxation purposes, it's nice to take some deep breaths along the way. And you want to tune into like the weight of your head sinking into whatever surface it's resting on. And let's take a deep breath together. So we'll breathe in through our nose. And hold for seven, three, four, five, six, seven, and release. Eight, nine, ten. And then for this one, you want to tighten your shoulders by raising them as if you're going to touch your ears as high as you can. This is my favorite one. <laughs> if you ever, for those of you that work at your computers or your desk, this one, you should definitely feel some relief. Push it really tight, really tight. Seven, and then just drop it. Let your shoulders just kind of fall. Oh, yeah, that felt great. Yeah, I almost got a muscle spasm because <laughs> mine are so tight. I, I feel like a vampire for that one. Just... <laughs> you just need a cape and you're all set yeah and then after you kind of check in with your shoulders and the tenseness there you can tighten the muscles in your chest so you'll just want to like squeeze like your, your pecs as hard as you can and I kind of like to cross my arms when I do this and you just want to keep your chest super tight and release just kind of let it flow out of your body feel your chest just kind of relax you can imagine like a wave of relaxation kind of spreading throughout your chest and your abdomen so next you'll tighten your lower back by like arching it up if you have lower back pain you probably shouldn't do this one just to be mindful but you want to hold it almost like you're like in yoga right when you like kind of do the little cat. The cat or the cow? The cow, yeah, yeah. When you're like kind of doing that. Six, seven, and then just kind of release it out. <clears throat> Another area that holds a lot of tension is kind of like your waist and your and your butt. So you can tighten your glutes by pulling them together really, really tight. Just be careful not to squeeze one out. Yeah, it'll be recorded. 
<laughs> I was looking at you, Matt. <laughs> oh, you, I know. You made, you made the poop face earlier, and now now we're doing this. So, <laughs> yeah, don't do them together. Make it some easy. <laughs> there you go, and then tighten it, tighten it, and let it go. Feel your glute just kind of relax. And then you can do your calves next. So you want to pull your toes towards you. I kind of like to lay, lay my legs out, like with my legs locked and just pull my toes up as tight as I can. Like you're going to touch your toes and stretch. Tighten them, tighten them, keep them flexed. And then kind of release, let your toes down. And then the last part of the body to kind of release any tension is your little toesies. So tighten your feet by curling your toes downward. Keep holding. And relax. I like to kind of roll my ankles out after I do that. And at the end of like a progressive muscle relaxation, you just kind of want to mentally scan your body for any residual tension. If like a particular area is like extra tense, maybe go back to it. And, um, and, you know, imaginal work is really big with relaxation. So you could kind of imagine a wave kind of just, again, slowly spreading throughout your whole body. And as it reaches like from your head, it kind of gradually penetrates each muscle that we worked with drawing all the way down to your toes. And it should take about 20 or 30 minutes. You should definitely not feel rushed. And hopefully you can feel some physical relief from your work day or, you know, wherever. I feel like we all nowadays hold so much tension in our body and it's so easily overlooked. So hopefully that could help. I agree. No, that was really good. I mean, even just... uh, I don't think we hit that 20 minutes, but I think we were at like 15 minutes and like, you know, my, my body feels pretty, pretty great. I, I do something similar uh, at nights before I go to sleep. I think I learned this from one of the meditation apps, but basically before I go to sleep, I do like a, like a body scan and I meant, or like I, I target similarly like different parts of my body and like I, um, I don't want to say I willed them to relax, but like I kind of like, <laughs> you know, like relax them. Um, like mind be I'm mindful of each muscle group and I relax them manually. Where like especially because I'm laying down, sort of like um, I guess it kind of has to do with everything you just talked about, right? Like the progressive muscle relaxation plus the guided imagery, because like I imagine like like my body is like weights that are like pushing further down onto like my bed um and i i do that almost every night and i feel like i feel great and i'm able to go to sleep better and like it helps relieve any like muscle tension i have and stuff uh so very similar to this um but i don't do the flexing i feel like the flexing is gonna take me to the next level when i start doing that (laughs) it definitely you're definitely isolating the muscles but i love that because that's even for those that have like less time to dedicate, you know, to relaxation and incorporating into like the busy lives we all lead. I think that sounds awesome. And imagine when I couldn't help but think when you're sharing, like you think you were body like a weight. I like haven't tried a gravity blanket yet, but I'm dying to like 
try that experience. So I can only imagine what it would be like if you're under a gravity blanket, also mentally scanning and feeling like your body's awake, just the relief, like mentally yeah. and physically that would kind of rush over your body. It sounds amazing. I think, um, I don't have a gravity blanket either, but I've always, like, I've grown up with, like, very big blankets. Like, Armenians always have, like, these humongous, like, wool, um, wool blankets and stuff. Um, so there's always just been just, like, this heavy weight, like, on me, which is awesome, and I love it. Even now, we don't have, like, a wool one, but when we got our blanket, like, I got, like, a nice, big, like, it's not, like, a weighted, but it's, it has some weight to it, you know? When you go underneath, you feel it on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds, and I feel like that would be even, like, more awesome because it has, like, an, I'm assuming it has, like, some nostalgia. Like, if you have any blankets that have passed down in your family, like, I feel like certain things like that would also, for me, provide a lot of relief and, like, you know, I'm yeah. all, I'm all about the, if you believe it, I think there's so much power. Like, when you said that you, like, will it to, like, not be full of tension, I, I do think that there's a lot are, and I don't, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm the expert on will and how that looks, you know, when it comes to anxiety. But I, I do know that the more you believe and the more you like put your thoughts and mind into the positive or like the possible, like I 100% believe that that impacts, you know, your physical, mental and spiritual health 100%. Yeah, definitely. Well, <sighs> it's it's like you said earlier, Casey, with the anticipatory anxiety. Right. If you keep yeah. anticipating that it's going to it's going to be really bad, it's going to make you anxious and it's something that you cannot avoid. It's better to kind of get out ahead of it instead of building it up to be a worse threat than it is. Right. Like, you know, sometimes right. you'll say like, oh, I don't want to talk on the phone. I'm, I'm not a social person. I hate talking on the phone. And then you have to do it because you have to call your insurance or whatever it may be. And you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Right. Like the other person didn't yell at me like they're there to help me. Right. Um, but when you build it up as like this crazy event that's going to happen and people are going to scream at me, then you will always avoid it, right? Because most things I think in life, I'm I'm reading about this now. Um, I just finished uh, The Power of Regret by Dan Pink. Um, great book. It just came out a few days. Ago. It came out this week actually, and I've already read it. So go me. Um, Impressive. I'm nice. But but it's one of those things where it's like. Just, it's really interesting how regret plays with anxiety. I'll talk about this in like later episodes, but um, yeah, it's like oftentimes we overestimate the amount of regret that we're going to feel in situations and the amount of like emotions we're going to feel in them, right? Like, yeah, if I give a presentation, I'm going to be sweating, I'm going to be nervous, and I'm going to be super anxious. And then you like give the presentation, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, that was amazing! Like it, it was so well polished, and we thought that it was, you delivered great points, and you spoke very clearly, and whatever." And you're like, "Who me? What? Like what's going on?" Um, so it's like sometimes you just have to jump in and do those things um, or try new things, right? Like the uh, progressive muscle relaxation or. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, PMR. Yeah. Um, you know, do that. Even if like it, you're probably going to look uncomfortable, like you're taking a poop on camera. It's OK. We'll post the clip. You can have me <laughs> forever screenshot it on your backgrounds. Me just going. You're like, going to become a meme. That's fine with me. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. And um, one thing I will say, it took me a while to say anything because uh, when I am very relaxed, I don't want to talk. Huh. So that's, <laughs> that's good to know. Shot's going to be like, hey, maybe we do this before the episodes. Because <laughs> um, funny story, um, 
pre-COVID, I used to go get massages every day because my insurance would cover them and they're right across the street from work. Or not not every day, sorry, every week. And one of my coworkers would just be like, hey, uh, it's Thursday, huh? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's Thursday. Um, Wait, how do you know it's Thursday? He's like, because this is what you do on Thursdays. You go for your lunch break, you get a massage and you sit in your chair like the most relaxed, like butter, just like no tension at all. And he's like, that's how I know it's Thursday. And I was like, Oh, I should probably do work. <laughs> like two hours later, I just haven't done anything. Um, but yeah, so for me, now now a shot knows the, the trick to getting me to shut up is like when I'm very relaxed, I don't want to talk. I'm just like, just enjoying the moment. I like it. Keep that. That's awesome. Keep that tip on me. Yeah. And so you I have a very, I, mean. <laughs> I was just going to say, Matt, you had a, you had a really uh, astute coworker noticing, you know, butter Matt coming in on Thursdays being like, you know. <laughs> And that's like another, I think when you're, you know, I know you guys have talked about this, but like having, keeping people accountable and like having like friends and partners that kind of check in with you. Support buddies. I love that episode. Yeah. I think um, that, you know, if if you're melted in butter, clearly whatever you're doing is working, you know what I mean? So (laughs) I think it's good for people to see, you know, that's why I think talking about mental health is so important because if you hear it, you see it, you're more likely to like subscribe to it, you know? Yeah. No, I completely agree. Thanks again, Casey, for leading us through the progressive muscle relaxation, for coming on the show and, you know, giving us all this great insight and advice and just great conversation. We we really appreciate uh, you taking the time to, to get on the show, and I'm sure our listeners will too. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really happy that I could be here, and I think, honestly, what you're doing is really awesome. I think just men in general, there's just not a whole lot of support. Um, and there's a lot of stigma that socially is perpetuated. And I just, I'm happy to support in any way I can. So thank you for creating a space for, for others. I think it's awesome. Of course. Thank you. And we'll hopefully we'll have you on again uh, sometime soon. We can, you know, yeah. jump back into uh, what we talked about. And at that point, uh, you know, maybe you'll have a couple extra acronyms at the band- back uh, at the end of your name too. <laughs> Yeah, and you'll have a little one. True, true. Maybe. Uh oh. Did yeah, anxiety come maybe. back? Maybe. So we'll uh, we'll or see. <laughs> I might come back with more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. I'm at your disposal, both of you. Let me know how I can help. Definitely. Thank you again. 